The amount of cardiac arrests that are going up in the yeah. young generation, hmm. like every second person we see on the gym yeah. having a cardiac arrest, and they're not even able to survive the heart attack. Hmm. Where is it coming from? The chronic stress is affecting it so much. We are literally pushing ourselves to another limit with our exercises because we think that's the only thing in our control. We don't really take care about what we eat, and as a result, our body is shutting down processes. Mm-hmm. We don't even have the second chance to work on it. One shock, and our body is not able to manage that as well. So there's definitely somewhere we are going wrong, and it's the time for us to think: what's actually happening, and is it worth it? Is the stress that you're taking for living is not letting you live? Mm. How is it worth it? Since I've been exposed to the health and fitness scene over the last few years, I find myself paying close attention to everything I see during my visit to a hospital, which is often to see someone known to me. Out of all the patients admitted in hospitals, you know, considering all the wards and departments, I've noticed if we set aside genetic conditions and accidents, pretty much everything else is lifestyle related in some way or the other. even if lifestyle doesn't directly control the onset of a disease or doesn't directly have the power to fix it it certainly has the power to make it better or worse in most cases well we can't change the world that we live in but we can certainly take time to develop a deeper understanding of the risks that come with our modern lifestyles and the diseases that they bring with them welcome to episode 30 We are meeting Dr. Trishala Chopra who specializes in the management of lifestyle diseases such as diabetes, PCOS, cardiovascular diseases, sleep disorders, gut health and obesity. Dr. Trishala is also the founder of The Health Medic which is a practice based out of Mumbai. She has over a decade of experience in reversing a lot of these conditions and she speaks passionately about the need to not just treat but prevent them. in the first place and so without further ado i present to you an engaging conversation that explains these multi-layered problems in simple words here's dr trishala and me in the find your ultra podcast episode 30 indulge away dr trishala welcome to the find your ultra podcast and also welcome to delhi thank you vipin delhi has been good so far <laughs> I mean at least I got some relief from the humidity. Yeah. So yeah. Hmm. So lovely to have you here. We've been talking about this for a while. Let's discuss some nutrition stuff, right? So before we begin, do you want to just tell me what are all the things that you do? How do you define what you do? Yeah, sure. So there was a bit of personal journey when hmm. uh, I kind of came into this. So people normally think about what they want to do in their life. but ever since i was 4 years old i knew i want to be a doctor so that was something which was already set for me so even when i was uh, you know used to go down and play with friends i used to only play doctor doctor or somebody's sick and i'm trying to treat them so i used to always keep a pen with me and use that as injections so i was pretty clear what i want to do in life and uh, of course a lot of things happened and maybe financial constraints couldn't pay the donation didn't crack the entrance test so you know i wanted to be a gynac mm-hmm. i always 
imagined myself to be a surgeon and getting the babies delivered but somehow that didn't happen so honestly lost hope when i turned 18 i thought there's nothing more left in my life and my dream is done i always wanted to be this i couldn't get into it so leave mm. it it's fine mm. but god had different plans for me and uh, i came into a field which i never actually thought about so it's been about 13 years that i have been practicing uh, in the field of holistic medicine uh, but it has just been a very different journey for me because when you have set goals when you have imagined yourself in a certain way for so many years mm-hmm. you have you attach an identity to it yeah and when suddenly your dreams are shattered you realize that something is not working mm-hmm. so i got into this field so i have uh, got my degree in the functional medicine and the alternative medicine the reason why i have chosen this field mm-hmm. is because i was clear i don't want to see people in the hospitals so either i am getting babies delivered and that's how beautiful it should be mm-hmm. but there has to be a way to keep people out of the hospital that was something which was common between what i always thought uh, so i thought that you know there's nothing better than getting into preventive medicine mm-hmm. and keep people out of hospitals as much as possible because there are pretty much 90% of the diseases that can actually be prevented mm-hmm. so most of the doctors are trained to treat the disease yeah i wanted to be at the back end to make sure that you know patients don't reach that stage mm. so that passion in me definitely led me to this place and i practice preventive medicine and i literally believe that you know 90% of your problems are because of our half knowledge mm-hmm. we don't know how to deal with it maybe the society has not taught us how to do it so we have to get into this phase to make the difference okay so i am at the back end i mm. want to make sure that patients are out of the hospitals as much as possible so we reduce the hospitalizations mm-hmm. if we can just fix the basics i think yeah. we should be able to do it so i would like to work at the root cause mm-hmm. of where the problem is arising rather than actually treating it yeah i love the idea of uh, preventative uh, healthcare um matlab it's easier and it's far better right far more productive also to uh, why why like if you're a smoker why wait till you get the first warnings of cancer when you know that this is causing it prevent it like so uh, great what, do you want to define for me and for the audience what is functional medicine and what is um alternative medicine sure so it might sound like it is one and the same thing mm-hmm. but it is actually not so alternative medicine is you know it's used alongside the conventional medicine so there are many other options that you can use apart from allopathy so mm-hmm. you can treat it with naturopathy you can do acupuncture mm-hmm. acupressure uh, chiropractors so there are a lot of other things that you do along with allopathy okay so that's alternative medicine mm-hmm. so we see a lot of side effects with allopathy and now we are actually seeing people again drift away from the conventional route of the medicine towards finding alternative ways mm-hmm. so anything that can be used along with the conventional medicine is alternative medicine 
whereas functional medicine is a completely holistic and a patient centered approach mm-hmm. uh that's where we don't only talk about treating the symptoms mm-hmm. we talk about where is it actually arising from and how do we see a patient as a complete patient rather than just treating the heart or the kidney mm-hmm. or the gallbladder so you come to me with a symptom and all i'm seeing is what's wrong with your stomach but mm-hmm. i'm not really paying attention to what is your lifestyle mm-hmm. where are you coming from genetic factors lifestyle factors that plays into action mm-hmm. so that's where functional medicine comes it's a holistic way to look at things so in very layman terms it's zooming out mm. and seeing the patient as a whole and where is it coming from so let's go and treat that instead of just looking at a person with one organ that has to be treated okay so treat the entire person like so i also studied nutrition recently uh, and uh, precision nutrition by the way you must have heard yeah, of that yeah, right yeah. so yeah they also talk about uh, biopsychosocial being like treating the the person as a whole their entire life you have to look at not just what's going on in the uh, you know in the in the nutrition department uh, and and invariably it is and in fact invariably ni mai to yahi bolunga ki rarely it is only a nutrition problem there is a lot of other things that are with it like there are lifestyle issues there are there is stress there is uh, sleep there is probably limiting self beliefs so it has to do a lot of a lot with psychology so anyway what's your uh, what's your approach to uh, diagnosing somebody who comes to you i literally take 30 minutes just asking them history mm-hmm. history taking is a very very important part of whenever whoever is coming to me so my appointments are not less than an hour for each patient and i try not to overbook myself mm-hmm. because it's not about a question answer round with the patient when they are describing their history they're talking about a lot of things which you probably wouldn't have thought about that this is something that we have to ask mm-hmm. so like if a patient is coming to me and they start describing the story ki ye kab se shuru hua kitne saal ho gaye and they will actually start talking about what happened when the diagnosis was given to them so mm-hmm. if somebody comes to me with type 2 diabetes and it's uncontrolled so mm-hmm. they'll always have a story which is attached to it yeah that uh wo time pe i lost my family member or i lost my pet or you know i lost my job so it was a very stressful time this hardly anybody who comes to me with uncontrolled diabetes says ki sab theek chal raha tha aise hi suddenly one fine day mujhe diabetes ho gayi mm. no that's very very rare with that happens so history taking is very very important because a lot of things that i want to work with them on mm-hmm. and when i say root cause it's understand and identify that where is it coming from mm-hmm. so it could be because there is some childhood trauma that they are storing within and that is kind of manifesting in But does your work sort of uh, enter the the psychology space or do you refer to a psychologist No I case? think my work is 95% mm-hmm. psychology mm-hmm. because in today's generation where we mm-hmm. have AI taking care of everything yeah uh, I think answers milna difficult nahi hai mm-hmm. agar aap sirf गूगल पे डालो या कोई भी एआई के ऐप पे डालो यू प्रीटी मच गेट योर आंसर सो दे आर नॉट कमिंग टू मी एनी मोर टू अंडरस्टैंड कि व्हाट इज लो कैलोरी और व्हाट इज लो कार्ब दे आर नॉट कमिंग टू मी फॉर दैट दे आर कमिंग टू मी बिकॉज दे आर अनेबल टू एक्चुअली प्रैक्टिकली अप्लाई इट इन देयर लाइफ कि मुझे सब पता है आप जो मुझे अभी बताओगे आई नो अबाउट इट बट 
I don't know how to practically get into my life. Yeah. And that has a story attached to it. Like maybe there was some fear, maybe you know their the the mother loves them unconditionally and their the mother's love language is feeding their child with good food. Mm-hmm. So sometimes uh, a lot of us actually develop overeating without even realizing that it's happening when we were 5 years old. So this is what my mom wanted to do. My mm-hmm. mom wanted to finish the meal. खत्म करके जाओ मैं नीचे खेलने जाने नहीं दूंगी अनलेस यू फिनिश योर मील सो इट्स नॉट सो मच इंट्यूटिव इट्स अबाउट मदर्स अनकंडीशनल लव व्हिच एक्चुअली कम्स आउट इन द फॉर्म ऑफ इमोशनल ईटिंग और ओवर ईटिंग व्हेन समबडी इज ग्रोइंग अप सो इट्स इंपॉर्टेंट टू नो कि वेयर इज दिस कमिंग फ्रॉम व्हाट इज द बैकग्राउंड टू दिस सो इट्स इजियर फॉर मी टू काइंड ऑफ ब्रेक इट डाउन फॉर देम एटलीस्ट आई हैव अ बैकग्राउंड टू अंडरस्टैंड कि कहां से आ रहा है व्हाट आर दे कम व्हाट व्हाट डू दे एक्चुअली मीन व्हेन दे से आई एम इमोशनली ईटिंग और व्हाट डू दे एक्चुअली मीन व्हेन दे से कि नहीं मैं रात को सोता नहीं हूं एंड आई हैव अ हैबिट ऑफ गोइंग एंड हैविंग दिस पर्टिकुलर फूड इट्स ऑलवेज अ स्टोरी नोबडी डज इट फॉर एनी रैंडम रीजन दे it's it's very attached it's very close to their heart hmm. so it's important to know that's why history taking is one of the biggest things i don't mind spending a whole appointment just hmm. understanding about their life because that's all matters hmm. i'm not treating something i'm yeah. looking for prevention so hmm. that they don't get to the space of it so right. yeah okay now body is a very smart machine right it is pretty intuitive and it has uh, you know complex systems uh, that that keep us healthy and you know it sig- sends signals at the right time through the hormones and stuff where does this whole uh, equation break down like wh- where does uh, all these go uh, like wh- when why do hormones stop functioning properly why do we start gaining weight and why do we start becoming unhealthy like where does that happen you mal- malfunction kahan se aata hai it's a very good thing that you mentioned that you know hormones sabke usi hisab se chalte hain we've all been with the same pituitary gland we have our hypothalamus that's working exactly in the same way then where do we actually change so first very important thing where the whole plot is completely gone and mm-hmm. we're like kind of off the wagon mm-hmm. is with our dietary choices so because we are too much into like you know busy here khane ke liye time nahi hai let me just grab a bowl of cereal and just finish it off so food now is a comfort towards the end of the day but when you starting your day it is something that you have to finish it off nobody has time to spend that 30 minutes for their breakfast because they are all in rush rush so jo pada hai kha lo you know it happens so many times and we've all gone through this hmm. in the middle of a busy day with appointments if my mom is asking me like क्या खाना है क्या खाना है आई रीच अ पॉइंट वेर ऐसे जो किचन में बना है आप मुझे दे दो बिकॉज वी डोंट हैव दैट बैंडविड टू थिंक अबाउट इट सो डाइटरी चॉइस इज वन ऑफ द बिगेस्ट रीजन वेर दैट गैप इज हैपनिंग विच इज स्टिल समथिंग दैट पीपल आर नाउ वर्किंग ऑन बट अलॉन्ग विद दैट क्रॉनिक स्ट्रेस एंड आई एम नॉट talking about major stressful situation in your life i'm talking about something that can happen on everyday basis mm-hmm. like for example uh, like we just spoke about mumbai right so leaving the house is a stress 
because i know even for a 2 kilometer distance i have to spend about an hour on the road so i'm literally stepping out 5 hours before my actually scheduled meeting mm. so that i get on the time right mm. so this is some stress that's building up in me mm-hmm. and my body has developed a certain response to this so the moment i think about stepping out of the house i have that kind of anxiety that starts building up mm. and that's just something which is routine so god forbid i don't you know have anything major or something which is going on in my life mm. but just the everyday thing it builds that anxiety up for me so it is something that is going on and then we have lot of things we have boss tensions we have financial st- mm. tension then now suddenly we had a whole pandemic and now how to balance our life post pandemic so chronic stress again is adding on the top of it and of course i think that's the the main thing with which our dietary choices also change mm. so when we are stressed i am a person who will starve myself completely so you i'll go without food for 48 hours literally days you i will not even think about food and that's my coping mechanism mm. but there are people who resort to their comfort food yeah. and they relate to that so they will finish a bag of chips and yeah. they will want to eat that and this is how they connect with this is how they unwind with mm-hmm. so chronic stress is leading to a lot of things Another thing which also happens is half knowledge. ये बहुत बड़ी प्रॉब्लम है आजकल लोग आधा सुन लेते हैं और फिर उसके बारे में पूरा जानने की कोशिश नहीं करते एंड दैट समवेयर लीड्स टू द गैप गिवन एग्जाम्पल सो फॉर एग्जाम्पल लेट्स से प्रोटीन एंड यूरिक एसिड ओके वन ऑफ द वेरी कॉमन एग्जाम्पल्स वी ऑल विल यू नो रिलेट टू एंड एवरी ले मैन विल रिलेट टू सो देर वॉज अ स्टडी विच केम आउट अबाउट फ्यू ईयर्स बैक where it said that high protein diet increases your uric acid mm-hmm. now the headline was this but when we further went into the article they were actually talking about the protein that you get from purines steak mm-hmm. beef something that you consume on a larger amount but in india which is anyways a very protein deficient country mm-hmm. we just saw the headline and that's it yeah. we we did not even go ahead to see what the article actually said yeah. so most of the people who actually come to me with high uric acid mm-hmm. are on very high carb diet so i literally locate proteins in their diet and they say mm-hmm. nahi nahi proteins to main khata hi nahi because mera uric acid high hai na to doctor ne mujhe bola hai ki apna protein band kar do now where is this gap coming is i'm i don't know if it's the डॉक्टर्स सेंग इट और इफ द पेशेंट्स आर अंडरस्टैंडिंग इन अ वे बट कहीं तो गैप आ रहा है बिकॉज ऑफ विच द पेशेंट इज सफरिंग सो दे सडनलीफकोर्स इफ यू कट आउट वन बोल ऑफ दाल आउट ऑफ योर डायट विच वॉज अपेरेंटली द ओनली सोर्स ऑफ प्रोटीन विच यू वर गेटिंग एंड यू गो बैक टू रिप्लेसिंग इट विद अ चपाती और अ राइस यू आर इंक्रीजिंग योर ओवरऑल कार्ब इनटेक so that is of course going to affect your insulin mechanism it's going to affect your hunger hormone ghrelin uh, leptin so these things do you know kind of uh, develop a gap mm-hmm. so lack of awareness is a so big, this, uh, big this point. actually is uh, i mean awareness se bhi zyada i would say this is actually uh, proper uh, misinformation that's being spread cuz a lot of the times even the people who've done the study 
they are also shocked when it goes to the media and the kind of headlines that these guys come up with uh because cl- such clickbaity headlines the even the researchers look at it and say yaar ye to nahi nikala tha humne <laughs> like this is an inference that they are drawing which is just not correct oh absolutely you know i'm uh, whenever i am giving like a, a media interview mm-hmm. or i'm talking about any topic which is related to health for me i have to be very careful because i can be quoted in any way mm. Yeah. and that quote can come out which which even i will think ki inhone banaya kaise ye quote <laughs> so you know it is important to verify the information and it's not like bheed ko follow karo hmm. you have to understand your own case yeah. when you're already protein deficient agar aap usko bhi utha ke zero kar doge the gap will be there so there will there will be problems hmm. coming in hmm. which actually were not even a part of your life but it came in because you made the change hmm. So while I mean I was going to ask this question later, but now that we are on the subject of protein, uh, let us nail this one first. So uh, protein uh, is like you said, India में तो बहुत ही ज़्यादा misinformation है इसके बारे में. Yeah. But also, uh, I mean I don't blame the consumers so much because even the experts don't agree on this. Overseas, like the biggest guys, biggest uh, the biggest of authorities yeah. on nutrition, those guys recommend somewhere around one gram per per pound of body weight. Correct. Right. And in India, we're not even agreeing on one gram uh, per kg body weight. Correct. Right. So, uh, which is you know less than half of what they're recommending there. Correct. And also, uh, even even those who are big into exercising, like long distance runners, I, I'm from the running community. So even these guys. Uh, uh, believe that even getting something like 0.8 grams per kg body weight despite all that exercise is enough for them uh what where do you stand on this what's your view see so there are three questions actually so one is that the other countries are using 1 gram per pound yeah and we are debating about where are we actually at hmm. so i will add another question in this thing is when we talk about patients with chronic kidney disorders or whenever somebody has a high creatinine mm-hmm. or somebody is leaking protein in their urine mm-hmm. in which comes up okay so in the form of frothy urine or anything that comes up in the blood reports okay. basically leaking protein they are further restricting so let me break it down to make it easy for people to understand because when people are hearing this they will probably disconnect thinking that oh mujhe to kidney problem hai this is not something for me hmm. but that's not the thing protein is one of the most essential building block of your life i want to break it down further saying building block matlab har cheez ke liye aapko protein chahiye aapki immunity system ko aapko theek rakhna hai antibodies we have taken injections we have taken vaccines what mm-hmm. are those those are antibodies to keep it constantly functioning we need proteins because antibodies are made up of proteins so everything your hair your skin everything needs protein so we go for keratin treatment we go for getting something on our skin we do collagen what is all this this is all protein so if you don't eat enough protein in your diet your body will start literally it will actually stop using your proteins on these things so people will complain about hair fall they'll complain about very very dry skin they will complain that my nails are very brittle and i get infections very easily i don't go for manicures so 
everything is made up of protein and if you cut it down if you're not taking sufficient protein you will eventually mm-hmm. start facing the problems so yeah. people will resort to micronutrients mm-hmm. so they will resort to some vitamin supplements for correcting their skin or their hair or doing any outer treatments but they forget to fix the macros which mm-hmm. is your protein yeah. which is very very important so coming back to your question is 1 gram per pound it's normally cited in uh the population who are into bodybuilding uh who are into intense training which we honestly don't see very commonly in india so they use that because it's easier to push it to that level we are coming from a country where when i am taking a food recall protein is not even at 0.2.4 mm. so if i am telling these people to increase the protein all the way from 0.2 to 1 gram hmm. it is like a high protein diet for yeah, them yeah. without anybody hardly anybody is able to meet 1 gram exactly so you know that's why the experts think ki chalo 1 pound to bahut dur ki baat hai mm-hmm. let's at least get the to the minimal requirement mm-hmm. that you need 0.8 to basically survive yeah. now for patients with kidney disorders we have further brought it down कि चलो ठीक है यू डू पॉइंट फोर टू पॉइंट सिक्स एटलीस्ट उतना तो खाओ सो इट्स ऑल्सो फ्रॉम वॉट काइंड ऑफ फूड्स वी आर टेकिंग इन हाउ मच आर वी रीचिंग देयर सो ऑन पेपर इवन मैदा गिव्स यू प्रोटीन सो इफ यू एक्चुअली सी द न्यूट्रिशन वैल्यू ऑफ मैदा इवन मैदा इज गिविंग यू प्रोटीन ऑन पेपर बट दैट्स नॉट द थिंग दैट्स नॉट हाउ योर बॉडी इज गोइंग टू प्रोसेस इट सो डिफरेंट टाइप्स ऑफ प्रोटीन्स क्लासेज ऑफ प्रोटीन्स for complete proteins incomplete proteins everything together will make you to a point 8 so point 8 is something which you need as a normal individual despite anything even if you are a couch potato you require this much protein to survive yeah and apart from that if you are into heavier workouts consult your healthcare professional see the best way to get enough proteins and then start building it up to 1 gram which is essential for somebody who's into heavy training because your requirements are very different so even if we don't talk about going to 1 gram per pound or something like that mm-hmm. um it's important to at least get to the minimum first yeah. which is 0.8 so if you are at 20 grams per day at least usko 40 ya 50 gram pe leke jao and once you are okay with it once your gut is okay with it yeah. it's taking the whole thing because suddenly if you introduce proteins in your diet you will say that nahi mujhe bahut heavy lagta hai i get burps i get flatulence of course you do it's not that because your body is not able to digest protein it's because your gut bacteria were never exposed to this amount of protein mm-hmm. so they don't really know how to digest it so give it some time don't go all the way from 20 to 60 in one day build it there mm-hmm. give your gut some time to get adjusted to it 20 se 40 40 se 50 50 se 60 and then you will see that you are able to tolerate it much better so i tell this to my patients that just because i'm telling you ki protein is a big gap in your lifestyle mm-hmm. it's not that you will directly increase your overall protein intake overnight please take your time there might be many sources of protein which your gut might not be okay with mm. so say i'm a punjabi i'm pretty okay with uh, milk products because that's what my genetics are okay with right 
but i probably not be okay with any other kind of protein source like i don't digest sprouts at all i feel very terrible when i eat sprouts some people might tolerate sprouts pretty well yeah. so you have to understand and figure out what is the kind of protein that works for you but it's not as simple as ki nahi protein mujhe kaam nahi karta mm. there will be some kind of source that works to you yeah. so get to that point understand your body listen to what your body is saying getting a normal bloating is like eating after you have eaten a protein maybe like for 30 40 minutes you feel a little heavy mm-hmm. that kind of bloating is normal yeah. a little burps flatulence smelly farts sometimes is normal mm-hmm. give some time to your body to ad- get adjusted to it and then afterwards if you say ki nahi i have tried this for about 3 months it doesn't work please get in touch with your healthcare professional break it down to understand what's okay with your body mm. and figure out a plan to get there but right. point eight is like minimum right whatever debate is so point even, eight is minimum even if you you feel you have some digestive issues or issues of some kind uh, with the uh, with protein uh, you will through by, by through uh, you know through iterations you will find the sources of protein that will suit your stomach right? it's all about your gut bacteria mm-hmm. so right now if you are at 10 grams per uh, day of protein mm-hmm. and if you are taking a good amount of carbs in your meal your gut bacteria have adjusted to break down the carbs in a certain way now suddenly in today's meal i have a very high protein salad which because i'm very excited listening to the protein conversation your body will not know what to do with it so we have to give some time mm-hmm. for your gut bacteria in many times i have to first work on their gut mm-hmm. because most of the people who come to me have something or the other going on with their gut so i have to first work on their gut introduce some good probiotics prebiotics leave it there for about 3 to 4 days then start adding the protein back because if i just directly increase your protein you're not really tolerating anything you're not absorbing anything so that's one big thing which we all have to understand that we will all have foods that we like mm-hmm. we will all have foods that our gut bacteria is not okay with so give your give that time that's all i will say okay. and work on your gut first if you're constantly having a lot of indigestion issues mm-hmm. please work on your gut work with a professional they will know how to eliminate it how to remove the triggers then add the things back sure. not having protein is not an option we mm-hmm. have to fix what is causing the issue okay and uh, before we leave the thread of proteins are you a, a big believer in uh, or, or what's your take on supplements should people take supplements or who should take supplements or you should try and get it all from the real foods and not supplements what's your what's your view okay so vipin i'm i'm into making sure that people are able to do what they can mm-hmm. in a sustainable way for the rest of your life okay now i'll take my example as a working woman not having enough help in the house i have two options either i pick up a supplement because that's convenient for me versus i don't eat anything at all and i starve myself mm. versus pick up a granola or a muesli dip it into milk and just finish it off if i have the option of i have these three options i will always pick up a supplement because at least i know i'm getting my nutrition requirement for them so first step that i tell my patients is always try to get it from food first mm-hmm. but now even the foods that we get it's not 
not processed mm. right the processing is equally done in everything hormones are pumped into dairy products we don't have control over that we don't have a cow outside our house giving us fresh milk every day and i i can say that okay this cow is giving the right milk we're getting everything packed we are eating processed foods at whatever amount but there is some kind of processing which goes yeah. in i don't know if i'm getting the pure nutrition from food so then resorting to a supplement which has clean labels have developed a certain name in the market there is a lab test report which is attached to it that it has undergone all the necessary uh, tests that has to be done and it's there with the product i think if given a chance i will resort to a supplement and i recommend the same to my patients and then you try uh, which one settles well with your stomach exactly also. so you it know could there be are an so amazing brand types. yeah yeah i mean there's so many types so i am not somebody that nahi nahi ye brand nahi chala to aisa ho nahi sakta it's not like that it's your gut and your gut has to take that time to understand and there are so many people within that they don't digest protein supplements mm. at all yeah. be it plant be it uh, whey protein or be it any kind of protein they don't tolerate well with it mm. so rather than sticking with my ideology that oh you should have a protein supplement maybe i'll have to start figuring out other options for those people mm. so it's all about how you respond to it yeah. so the first step is always try to get it from the natural foods as much as you can mm-hmm. if somebody is a meat eater and if has the liberty to do meat every day mm-hmm. i will not go ahead and recommend those people to start a protein supplement when you're able to get it with a meat and it's easy for you to get it pretty much enjoy the food from your meat get the protein from there it's done mm. mostly i have to recommend supplements for vegetarian and vegan population mm. because there is a gap ab kitna dal khaoge ab char bol dal to khaoge full of carbs as well it does have yeah. some amount of carbs as mm. well so if i have to give a comparison about 200 ml of a thick punjabi dal mm-hmm. is close to 30 grams of carbs but it only gives you about 6 to 8 grams of protein yeah. now even that is incomplete source of protein when i say incomplete source of protein is where you don't get all the amino acids in that particular so which ones product. are missing in dal so all the essential amino acids eaa yeah dal has something missing and that's why we combine it with chawal that's why this indian meal has dal and chawal ka combination because the amino acids that are missing in dal you get it through the rice you combine it together and that makes it as a complete protein mm-hmm. so that's why this combination exists that's why khichdi is like a nutritious meal because it completes the protein yeah. but when we talk about how much protein it's not more than 6 to 8 grams yeah. plus it comes with carbs it comes with complex carbs it comes with something that's going to fill you up so aap chaha ke bhi char ya panch katori thick dal nahi kha paoge so if I, if you have to get your protein through dal you'll tell me tushala nahi kha sakte yaar do cup dal se zyada to main sham ko dal dekh bhi nahi sakta so in that case what are the other options that we have to hmm. think about whether sure. we talk about cottage cheese or whether we talk about nuts we have to take care about the calories which comes Correct. with it so it's not like ki paneer mein protein hai to aaj maine aadha kilo paneer kha liya hmm. there are other repercussions to adding that also right sure. so lot of balance is required and if we get that balance through a vegetarian food plan perfect super if yeah. you if you don't have to be on a low carb or there's no restriction like mm. that you're a pretty healthy individual getting your 0.8 grams through vegetarian food 
super there's nothing like yeah. it but if you are not able to then adding a supplement the word says supplement is because you add it with your diet mm-hmm. you don't replace your diet with the supplement yeah so that's it's why the, it, it's not a meal replacement yeah. well if you make it like a a complete smoothie so my my protein supplement will have milk it will have a fruit maybe a nuts a and a smoothie yeah. so that becomes a complete meal for me mm. but it's not a replacement it's a supplement to your diet and mm-hmm. people say ki whey protein artificial hai you know i'm literally <laughs> busting the myth yeah. that whey protein aapke doodh ka powder hai right. jo हमने शायद खाना खाना शुरू भी नहीं किया था तब से हम एक्चुअली वे प्रोटीन ले रहे हैं सो देर इज नथिंग आर्टिफिशियल अबाउट द वे प्रोटीन वॉट वी आर कंसर्न अबाउट वेन इट कम्स टू वे प्रोटीन इज वॉट आर द एडिटिव वट आर द प्रिजर्वेटिव द आर्टिफिशियल कलर्स स्वीटनर्स दैट आर एडेड ऑन टू द वे प्रोटीन सो दैट इज वॉट वी आर कंसर्न अबाउट सो लेबलिंग वे प्रोटीन इज नहीं नहीं मैं आर्टिफिशियल फूड सोर्सेज नहीं खाते दैट्स नॉट राइट इफ योर प्रोडक्ट हैज ओनली वे प्रोटीन और इट हैज ओनली नेचुरल आइटम इट्स लाइक टू थ्री इंग्रीडियंट्स इट्स नॉन आर्टिफिशियल वे प्रोटीन हम हमेशा से हमारे डाइट का पार्ट होता है सो अगर आपको उसको पाउडर फॉर्म में लेना पड़ रहा है बिकॉज यू आर अनेबल टू गेट इट थ्रू योर रेगुलर फूड इट्स शुडेंट बी अ प्रॉब्लम सो the idea of artificial versus natural mm-hmm. is something which doesn't exist unless the protein supplement is very very processed mm. that's how it goes yeah gut health so we, we you touched upon this earlier um, i have a couple of questions around that also there is gut bacteria right there are there in trillions inside our uh, stomach right is that are they do they live in the stomach They're not in the stomach. So, gut is not stomach. Mm-hmm. Gut starts all the way from your saliva. Mm-hmm. It's right from your tongue to your anus. So that is gut. Entire thing is called Entire gut. Entire thing is called gut. I don't know where it's come up in a form mm-hmm. that your gut is your stomach. Mm-hmm. No, gut is all the way from your mouth. You have bacteria right on your tongue. Mm-hmm. which goes all the way so there's a whole process where they follow it's your saliva your esophagus then it comes down it's your small intestine large intestine and then it's out so every so entire digestive system you say entire digestive system is gut so when you say gut bacteria it's the bacteria that's living in this ent- it could be anywhere like even in the esophagus for example yeah absolutely we have bacteria why do we get oral cavities or why do we uh, get sore throat where is it coming from it's bacteria good bacteria bad bacteria jo bhi hai it's bacteria mm-hmm. so your gut is all the way from your it's your entire digestive system okay so you know i Are don't you? want people to think ki sirf uh, stomach mein hota hai isliye mera gut kharab hai when mm-hmm. you using the word gut mm-hmm. that means something is off with your entire digestive system yep. so we actually have to check what's happening so interestingly uh, when somebody comes to me and they say ki mujhe bahut zyada mouth ulcers hote hain so obviously we work on the stomach but i also prescribe them probiotic strains mm-hmm. for their oral health yeah because that's where your bacteria are actually there and we have to start from your mouth not from your stomach crazy yeah so one thing i have experienced myself is that gut bacteria does uh, influence so many other systems as well correct 
Yeah. So, uh, for example, I I uh, used to suffer. In fact, I still have. I've not like cured it completely. I have Meniere's disease, mm-hmm. which is a condition of the inner ear. And uh, you know, there was there's, there's supposed to be no treatment for this. Uh, I spent many years uh, yep. figuring that out. Nothing worked. Even steroids and whatnot were tried, and I you you know would get serious bouts of uh, uh, vert- vertigo. Yeah, and uh, you know that would even last a couple of days sometimes. Like you you have vertigo, you go to sleep, you wake up and it's still there. It's, yeah, it was crazy. Nothing worked. Yeah, I just happened to try a probiotic supplement just because my brother was having it. I tried it for a few days, and. It's been years, like it's been nearly a year and a half or two oh, years wow. now, and it's not like I haven't had a vertigo attack. It's crazy. So I and, and nobody, like no information on the internet, uh, yep. mentioned ever that you know it could be related to your gut or it could at least improve it. Like menius is still there, yeah, but it, it does not get half as bad as it used to. Correct. Um, but that's my experience with it. The question that I have for you is about uh, they say your gut bacteria, the the kind of food that you feed it you know decides like like the that that builds the diversity of the bacteria Correct. inside your gut right and the more diverse it is the better it is for you and it it also it is possible to change Correct. the nature of your gut bacteria the kind of gut bacteria you have Correct. by the kind of foods that you eat yep. uh, but does it also lead to the cravings like agar if you've been let's say eating junk food all this while you only crave that so is is it your gut bacteria that is screaming for that kind of a food or if you are a broccoli eater or a healthy eater then that you you know you're craving that food is it your gut bacteria that influences that craving that's a very good question and i get this very often and uh, they come to me saying that ye to hormonal problem hai when i get a craving you know i have some hormone issue mm-hmm. and i go back and i tell them okay let's talk about your gut health so they actually look at me and they give me a stare that what is she talking this is hormones this is all this while i know it's my hormones it's perimenopause it is this and that but gut health is pretty much everything so when i talk about gut health it's not just good bacteria mm-hmm. there is a balance of good bacteria there's a balance of bad bacteria and you are what you eat so diet definitely plays a very very big role when we are talking about gut or any any kind of cravings so hormones is of course a thing i'm not denying that that it's not hormonal it's completely your gut but those hormones influence your gut mm-hmm. so you have two types of bacteria in your gut it's your good bacteria and your bad bacteria you need both of them mm-hmm. you can't survive with just good bacteria no bad bacteria it's very important to have a balance mm-hmm. when there is dysbiosis when the good bacteria levels are going down and the bad bacteria takes over that's when the entire problem will start that's where your symptoms are arising from so it's called as dysbiosis mm-hmm. so whenever somebody goes through this whole dysbiosis it's because of multiple things so diet is one mm-hmm. so if you're constantly feeding your bacteria processed food high carbs it definitely influences in a certain way so your bacteria will love it so it i i just explain it in a very layman term is your good bacteria is have bad bacteria is having a party actually mm-hmm. so they are literally loving it they are enjoying on it mm-hmm. and the moment you are not giving yourself a certain kind of food they will start throwing tantrums 
so they will you will either experience a headache or you will feel something is not okay you're very disoriented what is that certain kind of food so certain so if you are used to eating a processed carbs mm-hmm. and now say one fine day it is some religious fast mm-hmm. and today you cannot consume uh, cookies or biscuit or whatever mm-hmm. and you only have to live on uh, a certain fast food there are many people who complain that ye jo bhi mera fasting aata hai na sham tak mujhe bahut headache hota hai we have this very common symptom yeah. that no 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 headache to it starts coming up if i don't eat on time mm-hmm. or headache will start developing in a certain while mm-hmm. where is that coming from ideally when we were predators in our evolution stage we were not having the liberty to check the time and eat we never had clock mm-hmm. we used to hunt 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 khana mila to khaya ped pe phal hai to khaya nahi mila to khaye bina bahut din nikal gaye if we would have gotten headaches or anything like that we wouldn't have literally gone through the whole evolution phase mm-hmm. so bhi khana nahi mila to sar dukhta hai is not a habit problem it's your gut bacteria throwing a tantrum because you did not feed the bacteria what you normally do so if you're depriving yourself out of carbs one one day mm-hmm. your bacteria will throw literal tantrums and it will make sure that you break the fast and you go and consume because the craving becomes so high it completely takes over you and you have to eat a lot of the times also would you say that uh, during fasting in particular you get a little dehydrated as well because water retention is not there there's no carb intake right and and sometimes electrolytes loss as well so kai bar to pani ki kami ho jati hai and then you have some electrolytes and you're sort of sorted no absolutely so hmm. you know we don't really do that sometimes hmm. people say ki mujhe sar dukhta hai na to main na thode se salted peanuts kha leti hu and then i'm okay hmm. but they don't actually relate to it that it's the salt that is missing right. not the whole food right. so sometimes all you need to do is drink water and your craving is gone yeah. but if you still continue to get the craving it's your bacteria that is throwing a fit and it's asking you to completely break what you're doing mm. so when i work with people on their gut so mm. i do a gut reset programs where i give them 3 days of i b- basically take everything out mm-hmm. i just refill it back with the food that your bacteria eats mm-hmm. now what food your bacteria eats it literally survives on the remains of vegetables mm-hmm. it's you know we call it as prebiotics so garlic is a kind of prebiotic jo bhi hamare green leafy vegetables hote hain we are not really digesting it we we, had, we had just literally throw it out in our stools right mm-hmm. so ये जो डेबरीज छोटे छोटे होते हैं ये हमारे गुड बैक्टीरिया उस पर जीते हैं सो दे लिटरली निबल ऑन इट एंड दे मल्टीप्लाई 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 सो आई दिस थ्री डेज आई कम्प्लीटली टेक एवरीथिंग आउट सो ग्लूटेन इज आउट डेरी इज आउट प्रिटी मच एवरीथिंग दैट वर्क इज रेरिटेंट इज आउट बिकॉज आई विल नॉट नो वॉट इज इरिटेटिंग द गट सो द फर्स्ट थिंग आई डू इज गिव दम अ क्लीन एलिमिनेशन प्लान एंड आई रिफिल दे गट विद गुड माइक्रोब्स बिकॉज इफ आई डोंट फीड द प्रोबायोटिक सप्लीमेंट्स टू दैम दे विल अगेन से कि हेड एक हो रहा है मैं तो गिव अप कर दिया आई नीड कैफीन आई नीड दिस बाई द एंड ऑफ द डे आई एम आई एम गोइंग क्रेजी सो आई रिफिल दर गट विद द गुड आर्मी आई सेंड इट फ्रॉम आउट आई मेक श्योर दर गट इज वेल सेटल्ड सो दैट वॉट एवर साइड इफेक्ट्स दे फेस बिकॉज ऑफ ऑल दीज हेड एक्स एंड एवरीथिंग दैट विल मेक दम गिव अप does not happen with that intensity so if somebody complains about a headache when i coat it with probiotics they're pretty okay 
so they don't really complain about the headache after the first day mm. so after the first day they are pretty good and they say ki main to ye pura hafta kar sakta hu because i altered their gut microbiome once i have sent the army in the gut in form of supplements mm-hmm. for a while i give them food to eat so i i will send them some kimchi some sauerkraut the food that your bacteria eats mm-hmm. and let the same bacteria multiply i am not in the favor of being on probiotic supplements for the rest of your life mm-hmm. probiotic supplement is like an army you are sending in your gut give them food ask them to multiply why are you sending the army new every army. single day mm. you don't need a new army every single day once your gut is settled you make sure you will never need a probiotic in your life so again like for example if you have a viral infection okay or even if you are not on antibiotics if you have just gone through a viral infection that's enough to alter your gut microbiome because the moment all these bacteria and viruses enter your system mm-hmm. they literally go and fire the good bacteria so dysbiosis happens and your bad bacteria population increases so my first a uh, line of treatment if somebody is going through a viral or a bacterial infection is to give them a probiotic as soon as they're getting diagnosed with it so that the side effects and the recovery is faster okay. it's a whole different ball game when you add antibiotics mm-hmm. antibiotics will kill your good bacteria mm-hmm. it will give your bad bacteria mm-hmm. i'm not saying that you know antibiotics are bad don't consume it it is if it is needed if mm-hmm. it's prescribed by a doctor it is something that you should continue and you should finish the course yeah. but what i see patients doing this day in fact the other day somebody had to go for uh, some party and uh, she had a little bit of uh, sniffles she's messaging me that uh, i took the cold and i've taken my antibiotic so i asked her this question that okay for how many days have your doctor given you antibiotic she's like no 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 just one tablet because i'm feeling yeah. like i'm coming down with the cold I said, mm. "Why are you self-prescribing it?" Mm. "Nay, that's how I normally do, na." So mm. that's not how you're supposed to use an antibiotic. You're not just altering your gut microbiome; you're also creating that resistance of the viral infection. That when you actually need an antibiotic, वो काम ही नहीं करेगा. There are so many cases in the hospital if they have a very terrible urine infection, if they do a run a blood test, they will realize that the patient is almost resistant to every antibiotic because they have abused antibiotics all their life yeah. so antibiotics are not supposed to be taken for viral infection yeah. for a cold and cough which is a viral infection your antibiotics will not work it's for yeah. your bacterial infection yeah. so please get in touch with your professional to understand what kind of infection you have rather than completely depleting your whole system because mm-hmm. then bouncing back from that can really take a long time and i don't prescribe taking a probiotics with antibiotics mm-hmm. it doesn't help because antibiotics are wiping off everything good ho ya bad ho तो अगर मैं एंटीबायोटिक के एक साइड पे ले रही हूँ और प्रोबायोटिक एक साइड पे ले रही हूँ उसको भी मार ही रहा है सो व्हाट्स द पॉइंट टेकिंग अ प्रोबायोटिक सप्लीमेंट एंड देन रिफिल इट बैक सो इफ यू आर नॉट ऑन एंटीबायोटिक 
take a probiotic so that you recover from the symptoms faster how long would you recommend somebody should take a, a supplement probiotic supplement see it completely depends on different individuals and but like you said you don't want them to be uh, on on the yeah. supplements for the rest of their lives yeah. but like a month or so it should be enough to uh, see it's it's not to... surely like a month or so you know mm. because i have so many patients who might have to take it for about 3 months mm. and i have so many patients who just needs it for about a week and they're all good So it depends on what case and what severity are you coming from. So if you're somebody who has a very low immunity and you have been constantly facing indigestion or acidity or frequent migraines or vertigo attacks, you might need to do a longer course mm-hmm. because your gut will take a little longer time for the microbiome to get adjusted. But say if you're all healthy like touch wood I don't have any problems. if i'm eating an outside meal and i'm just feeling a little acidic and i know the oil did not work for me well mm-hmm. i come back home i take a probiotic supplement i'm all good the next day so it completely depends on how your gut actually is sure. and then you decide but ideally you should not be taking probiotic supplements like people i have seen people on probiotic supplements for a year mm-hmm. they literally keep popping it every single day because they think it makes them feel good uska nuksan kya hota hai what's there's no nuksan but mm. i feel that for a healthy gut why do you need to pop a pill if your mm. gut is healthy if your gut has enough microbiome why do you have to take a pill every single day yeah. you might as well see where you can work usko khana do maybe add the fru- foods which has probiotics right mm. you can i'm not only talking about curd so mm. people will tell me ki mai curd to leta hi hu na i'm getting enough probiotics it's just a single strain of bacteria that goes in with the curd okay so Yes, curd is good, but mm-hmm. when you're looking to diversify your microbiome population, over there at that particular time, you need to add variety to your food. Mm-hmm. So I recommend kombucha. I recommend kefir if it's easily available. Mm-hmm. Kimchi, sauerkraut. So when I'm talking about kimchi, sauerkraut, I'm not telling you that uska pura sabji bana ke khao. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about taking it as as little as one teaspoon. It's mm. your gut bacteria. They will aram se survive on that one or half teaspoon. Okay. It's the consistency that matters, and what variety you do. So my fridge always has a kombucha in. So mm. whenever somebody is feeling a little heavy or acidic, the first thing they'll do is they'll reach out to a bottle of kombucha before going to any antacid because that's how we have all populated our gut bacteria. Yeah. And antacid also affects the gut bacteria, right? Doesn't it? The kombucha. No, no, antacid like uh, oh, pandies, ab- oh, pan forties, yeah, yeah, those tablets. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's not yeah. just affecting your gut bacteria; mm. it's also affecting your bones. Mm. So many people don't know this, but constant use of antacids can actually lead to osteopenia. Osteopenia is where your bones are becoming brittle. Mm. So many cases who come to me, I always check with them that for how long they have taken the antacid. and they will say ki almost all my life i cannot really live without it yeah. they are more prone to fractures so especially runners mm-hmm. i have seen this very commonly uh, in runners marathoners mm-hmm. because lot of them develop a reflux so when they are running uh, maybe it's the caffeine or it's just their body's heat Mm-hmm. they develop a lot of reflux when yeah. they are running so they yeah. tend to also the food that we are consuming when we are out on the course for hours and exactly. hours exactly we either eating sugary gels and yes. you know those drinks. so you know that's also the need so mm-hmm. we'll we'll cover yeah. a bit later yeah. but when we are actually doing that mm-hmm. 
some people i've seen a lot of marathoners because i've worked with them in the past now of course i'm full blown into the gut health thing but when i worked with and marathoners i've literally seen them popping in a antacid right before their run so that when they're running they go, don't get the reflux and their performance doesn't get affected mm-hmm. so runners especially are on the road you can trip if the road is not good you can literally fall and you can end up with a fracture so it's not just because you had a fall in a certain way and have gotten a fracture mm-hmm. it's also the overuse of antacids that you have been doing to protect yourself from a reflux for your game that's affecting your bones mm. so it's not just the microbiome it's also the whole way the antacid works so that can be like a whole 5 hour podcast sure. on antacids but it does affect mm. so we have to understand that when you pop up something which is not real food please question yourself 10 times that do i actually need it when i get down with a cold or cough when i'm not kidding but i haven't popped in a single allopathy pill for x number of years i just let my body fight the infection my immune system is working fine touch wood my immunity will take care why do you need to pop up an antibiotic the moment uh, infection is coming in yeah give you some time let your immune system do the work if the fever is coming it's for a reason it mm. is fighting against and mm. that's why you're getting a fever which is a good thing that means you have a good active immune system so let your bacterial culture fight i take some prebiotics i take some probiotics i do like a 3 to 5 day course my immune system is back to normal why pop in a pill when you can avoid it just fixing your gut microbiome so i'm not telling you that you should not pop in a pill hmm. it's important please check with your healthcare professional but if it's absolutely needed like people do. but yeah. people are popping up paracetamol yeah especially post covid yeah. the moment there is a fever of 99 the paracetamol goes in the system please ask yourself why is the where is the fever coming from it could be anything that you're trying to suppress just rest keep yourself hydrated yeah. take enough salt make sure that you're keeping your proteins up to the target the moment people hit a infection the first thing that goes off is their protein nahi i am to just eating little poha or upma or a sandwich or a bread you have to take care of your protein you need protein now more than any time else because your body is fighting an active infection mm. so when you're popping in a pill so easily why can't you just fix your protein give yourself some rest unwind a bit take a back step your body will recover yeah we have an immune system for a reason mm. brilliant yeah so you also uh, specialize in diabetes treatment and reversal um diabetes reversal uh, half of the world is probably not even aware that is possible but uh, in terms of you know uh, killing people diabetes will not directly lead to uh, those uh, you know uh, to too many number of deaths but but your uh, all cause mortality and your chances of death from other things goes up uh, they, they go up multifold if you if you're diabetic right um, so that way it, it, it's it's a killer disease please uh, educate us on diabetes uh, how does it happen how can it be stopped or reversed or prevented and let's let's just hear all of that sure weapon so it's it's like a booming topic and i think uh, every party you go to or every lunch table conversation there's somebody who's trying to be conscious because either they have diabetes or they have pre diabetes or there's somebody with diabetes in their family and they're being conscious everybody pretty much everybody has somebody everybody and you won't believe i go to any lunches parties 
द मोमेंट अ क्वेश्चन विल कम इन ये खा सकते हैं क्या डायबिटीज में सो दिस इज वन कॉमन क्वेश्चन दैट आई आई थिंक पीपल लुक एट माई फेस इन द नो दैट इनको ये क्वेश्चन पूछना है बट येस दिस क्वेश्चन इज वेरी वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट बिकॉज ऑलमोस्ट एवरीबडी एंड एंड यू नो माई जनरेशन आई जस्ट आई जस्ट टर्न थर्टी राइट सो माई जनरेशन वेन आई सी माई क्लासमेट्स कमिंग टू मी विद शुगर ऑफ टू फिफ्टी थ्री हंड्रेड थ्री फिफ्टी इट्स समथिंग दैट रियली हर्ट्स मी बिकॉज वेर आर वी कमिंग फ्रॉम एंड नाउ विपिन द वर्स इज आई हैव अ ट्वेल्व ईयर ओल्ड पेशेंट एंड शी हैज टाइप टू डायबिटीज विच इज प्योरली बिकॉज ऑफ लाइफ स्टाइल सो लेट मी ब्रेक इट डाउन दैट डायबिटीज क्या होती है कहाँ से आती है क्यों शुरू होती है डायबिटीज वी सी एज मेरी शुगर बढ़ गई है and that's how we know we have diabetes right but that's the people symptom people re- refer to it as sugar ki bimari only exactly but that's the mm-hmm. symptom mm-hmm. sugar bad jana diabetes ka symptom hai usko diabetes nahi bolte your body will first start building resistance towards insulin insulin is a hormone which takes care of your blood sugars so jaise hi hum kuch khate hain पीपल आर नॉ वेरी स्केयर ऑफ इंसुलिन बिकॉज दिस सो मच इन्फॉर्मेशन एवरीवेयर इंसुलिन हम रोज हर मोमेंट एवरी टाइम वी आर प्रोड्यूसिंग आर पैंक्रास आर रिस्पॉन्सिबल फॉर प्रोड्यूसिंग इनफ इंसुलिन सो द मोमेंट समथिंग गोज इन योर माउथ इवन एज स्मॉल एज अ सिंगल आलमंड योर बॉडी विल टेक इट एज फूड योर पैंक्रास विल प्रोड्यूस इंसुलिन इट विल वर्क ऑन कंट्रोलिंग द ब्लड शुगर्स दैट्स वाई इंसुलिन इज प्रोड्यूस्ड so that you don't have a high level of blood sugar in your system so when whenever you eat anything your blood sugars will start creeping up insulin comes into picture and your blood sugars are controlled this is in a normal individual so that means if you are eating 10 10 almonds in the entire 10 hours you will produce insulin 10 times if you are eating 10 almonds together at one go you will produce insulin one time Mm-hmm. so every time you open your mouth to eat something now that can be as simple as chai with dood without sugar mm-hmm. if your chai has dood more than 100 ml you will produce insulin mm-hmm. that is how it will be worked upon okay. so insulin to banega hi banega usse darna hame nahi hai but what is happening is we are abusing our mm-hmm. body jahan insulin pehle teen baar banta tha our ancestors our grandparents you always say एक जगह पे बैठ के खाना खा लो बीच बीच में मत खाओ सो यू नो लंच डिनर और ब्रेकफास्ट लंच डिनर का एक कॉन्सेप्ट होता था सडनली वी हैव कम डाउन टू सिक्स टू सिक्स मील टेन मील्स ट्वेल्व मील्स ईटिंग एवरी टू आवर्स सो यू लिटरली ट्रबलिंग योर पैंक्रियाज टू प्रोड्यूस इंसुलिन एवरी टू आवर्स दिस इज टू मच इंसुलिन सर्कुलेटिंग इन द सिस्टम we are not using it off it's not like we are in the gym for 10 hours a day mm-hmm. we most of us have sedentary jobs we can probably get out 30 35 minutes of a time mm-hmm. and go to the gym do the workout but rest of the day we are pretty much sedentary mm-hmm. we're sitting so do we need so much insulin that is being produced no to jata kahan hai body mein to produce ho raha it's going to your liver so your liver is the largest organ of the body so liver says come to me main apne paas jama karke rakhta hu फ्यूचर में जब चाहिए होगा सो आई विल गिव यू दैट मच इंसुलिन सो ऑल योर लिवर योर सेल्स एवरीथिंग इज अप विद इंसुलिन नाउ यूर डन यू हैव ओनली सर्टन अमाउंट ऑफ सेल्स इन योर बॉडी दैट कैन टेक इट अप नाउ दर इज नो स्पेस फॉर द इंसुलिन टू गो इन 
इंसुलिन का काम है कि वो ब्लड शुगर को धक्का मारेगा सो इमेजिन यू आर इन अ क्राउडेड रेलवे स्टेशन यू आर इन अ क्राउडेड मेट्रो और अ ट्रेन एंड यू डोंट हैव स्पेस टू गो सो देर इज अ वॉचमैन हु स्टैंडिंग आउटसाइड एंड ही इज पुटिंग हिज प्रेशर टू पुश यू इन द मेट्रो डब्बा सो दैट यू गेट इट देर इज नो स्पेस बट वी आर यूजिंग एक्सटर्नल प्रेशर टू पुश इट दैट्स वॉट इंसुलिन डस इंसुलिन वर्क एज अ प्रेशर सो वो वॉचमैन है जो आपको मेट्रो के अंदर भेज रहा है अब अगर सेल्स में जगह नहीं है सो द वॉचमैन विल टेल यू गो इन द नेक्स्ट ट्रेन इफ द नेक्स्ट ट्रेन इज ऑल्सो फुल थर्ड ट्रेन फोर्थ ट्रेन सो वेर आर दीज पीपल गोइंग दर स्टैंडिंग ऑन द प्लेटफॉर्म सो यू आर कंसिडर दैट योर सेल्स इज द मेट्रो डब्बा एंड योर ब्लड विच इज इन सर्कुलेटिंग इन द सिस्टम दैट ब्लड इज योर प्लेटफॉर्म so now there is no space for any of the metros to take you so all the crowd is on the platform that means all the blood sugar is now in your blood which you are able to test it mm. so ye problem blood sugar ki to hui nahi ye problem cells bharne ki hui but what do we treat we treat people on the platform we treat mm. the blood sugars right. how are we treating it ab kya kar sakte ho ab dusra platform banaoge nahi ab kya karoge ab zyada metros leke aoge to sad ताकि आप वो लोगों को अंदर भेज सको इज दैट पॉसिबल विद ह्यूमन बॉडी नो यू विल नॉट बी एबल टू डू दैट सो इट्स कॉन्स्टेंटली सर्कुलेटिंग इन द ब्लड एंड वी आर यूजिंग डिफरेंट ड्रग्स टू कंट्रोल इट कि जो भी सेल में थोड़ी बहुत जगह बची है विल पुश यू थ्रू इट दैट्स वॉट वी डू नाउ वी आर पुशिंग इन एवरी सेल आफ्टर अ पॉइंट देर इज नो स्पेस सो देन पेशेंट से आई एम ऑन फाइव ड्रग्स now the doctor has asked me to take external insulin mm-hmm. so that my sugars are controlled but still they have uncontrolled diabetes because your cells have no space this is type 2 diabetes so now you don't treat the people in the metro they are where they are you make sure you're controlling the crowd better so that there are not too many people in the blood mm. and once the people get off the cells you're able to work so when you're using it up वो सेल्स खाली कैसे होती है वेन यू आर यूजिंग इट अप वेन यू आर इन द मिडल ऑफ अ वर्कआउट एंड यू हैव नॉट ईटिंग वेर आर यू गेटिंग द एनर्जी फ्रॉम दीज सेल्स आर ऑफ फ्लोडिंग द ग्लूकोज सो वेन यू आर कॉन्स्टेंटली एक्टिव यू आर नॉट सेंडिंग टू मेनी पीपल ऑन द प्लेटफॉर्म यू आर प्रिटी मच एबल टू मैनेज इट दैट्स वॉट वी हैव टू वर्क एट दैट्स टाइप टू डायबिटीज टाइप वन डायबिटीज इज वेर योर पैंक्रियाज हैव कंप्लीटली कॉन्ट ऑफ दर इज नो स्पेस अवेलेबल your pancreas cells are completely dead there's no insulin production in that case you have to stick on exogenous insulin which is insulin from outside it becomes a life saving hormone if you don't have insulin circulating in your system mm-hmm. you'll die you basically cannot stay without insulin for more than 24 hours so if a patient with type 1 diabetes has some kind of malfunction where their insulin is not working or it's gone bad or whatever mm-hmm. they will actually end up in the hospital because your body cannot survive it so these are two types of diabetes that you know we work with so type 1 is of course can be managed it cannot be reversed but type 2 the whole cell and the platform thing can actually be reversed we can work on things so that your cells are getting emptied now it will it the timeline of this differs so when i said reversal reversal is where your blood sugar levels are below your hba1c mm-hmm. is below 5.6% the 3 months blood glucose average mm-hmm. is below 5.6% 
and your fasting blood sugars that we see as soon as we wake up mm-hmm. is less than 100 okay and post food sugars are less than 140 if you are able to achieve this you are considered as a case of diabetes reversal okay now con- now imagine that your phone ha- you dropped your phone mm-hmm. and your screen is totally out mm-hmm. you're giving in the service center you're repairing your phone and you're getting it back does that mean that your phone will never have a screen issue ever again no if you okay. drop it mm. you'll again go back to the same place mm. that's the same with diabetes okay. so people think that reversal matlab abhi zindagi mein mujhe kabhi diabetes ka problem aayega nahi mm. if you go back to the same lifestyle right. which gave you type 2 yeah. you'll obviously be reaching there mm. so you have to take care of yourself So reversal is not a fad it's not a myth mm-hmm. it is a rate at which your body can achieve that now how fast how soon how later it completely depends upon for how long you have been resistant okay. so if you have had diabetes in the last 1 1 and a half year reversal would be very easy for you because you're not very resistant it's very little cells that has to be emptied out okay. so you can pretty much work for the next 3 to 6 months mm-hmm. on whatever lifestyle caused diabetes mm-hmm. and you're pretty much out of it but say if you have had diabetes for 10 plus years mm-hmm. so say our grandmothers mm-hmm. our mothers who have been on diabetes pills for about 20 22 years it's difficult for them to get the reversal very quickly mm-hmm. it will take a little more more time maybe we'll not get to the reversal point but we'll get to a point where you're not overdrugging yourself mm. your five medicines have come down to probably one medication and you are not having that high levels of sugars that you were so maybe if not reversal mm. you can still have a manage hope, it to a pretty good level manage it to a pretty good level and you never know i have a 80 year old who's off insulin after 25 years of his Wow. life and mm. imagine when when you go go at that age the doctor thinks ye ab kitna hi life bachi hai you know he mm. up let him eat what he wants but he has a different approach he told me that i am in the golden years of my life if in the last few years that i have left on this planet mm-hmm. if i can stay without injections mm. and not depend on my family and pretty much mobile and enjoying my whatever weeks and years i have left yeah. i would be very happy to do that so he worked on it and he's off insulin he's not taking any drugs because he's managed that beautiful control over it so you know Amazing. he's he's his diabetes is reversed now will it stay reversed for the rest of his life i don't know hmm. there are multiple factors that can play a role you can fall sick you can have a disease that will be diagnosed you're going through a chronic stress patch you lost somebody you lost your job you lost a pet this many triggers that can work on hmm. so it's not like a permanent thing ki ab ek bar gayi to dobara nahi aayegi If you are going through something which is a little bit more terrible you probably would have a rebound but now what would be different is the reversal will not be as hard as it was when you did it for the first time okay. because you have the tools you have the tips to work on it to simply work on it and you're all good broadly what are the principles that uh, reverse it it's pretty much standard mm-hmm. it's not like you have to live a separate life for diabetes mm-hmm. no fix your nutrition work on your carbs work on your proteins work on your fats get into a place where you're balancing yourself you need to see how much carbs your body is tolerating you probably might tolerate two chapatis a day you might tolerate four chapatis a day unless you are monitoring yourself 
I use the continuous glucose monitoring CGM mm-hmm. to see what works for somebody. I don't have blanket advice. Mm-hmm. So if a patient is coming to me and saying ki main mango kha sakta hu kya? Mm-hmm. My answer is not yes or no because it's not as simple. Mm-hmm. I tell them aap mango khaiye abhi sugar check kijiye khane ke pehle then 2 hours later you check the sugars again. If your de- levels have been within the range mango works for you. So this I was doing before CGM came into my life. Now the continuous glucose monitoring lets me know mm-hmm. that when a person is having a mango what is the level how high it is going mm-hmm. before it starts to come down okay so 2 hours later if it's say 130 mg per dl is before you eat a mango mm-hmm. the normal levels are below 140 mg per dl mm-hmm. uh, around meals so if you are at a 130 and if 2 hours later your sugar is at 160 we will consider that you know mango worked for you but if in these 2 hours mm-hmm. your mango went all the way up to 250 mg per dl mm-hmm. and then it is coming down to 160 mg per dl that means you did have a massive spike which is messing up your 3 months average So that's where the problem comes in. So CGM so has helped me solve this. So how big the spike is uh, is what matters or is it the f- uh, how quickly it comes down that matters more or Both. is it the same? Both. So mm-hmm. say if you're checking on a glucometer mm-hmm. and if it's at, it's at 130 160 and pretty much like that for most of your meals. Mm-hmm. When you go and do your HbA1c you feel that your levels are going to be in a certain range because you're checking on a glucometer. Yeah. But suddenly your HbA1c comes comes out to be very high. So then you scratch your head कि मैं तो सब सही कर रहा हूँ गड़बड़ कहाँ हो रही है सो इन दैट केस सी जी एम हेल्प्स अस दैट अगर आप रोज टू फिफ्टी जाके नीचे आ रहे हो दैट इज स्पॉइलिंग योर एवरेज एंड दैट्स वेयर योर एच बी एम एन सी इज गेटिंग अफेक्टेड सो यू माइट एज विल वर्क ऑन दीज स्पाइक्स मे बी इफ वन मैंगो इज गिविंग यूर टू फिफ्टी ट्राई हाफ अ मैंगो मे बी यूल बी अराउंड वन एटी टू हंड्रेड कंबाइन इट विद अ फैट मे बी यूल बी इवन लोअर do another combination take it at a different time of the day maybe you are taking at night mm-hmm. and that's what is giving you a 250 try it in the first half of the day probably you will not, not spike that much mm-hmm. so these all these things are required to understand what works for you right. yes or no bolke main 5 minute mein bhi consultation khatam kar sakti hu it's not mm-hmm. a very big deal for me yeah. but ye sab kaise pata chalega because the problem is they are not asking me what new medication the sad part is vipin i'm not the first point of their contact mm they come to me when they've lost hopes yeah so when they're with me if i tell them the same thing what mm-hmm. they've been hearing for years mm-hmm. then there's no point na yeah. so i have to do something different and cgm has helped me a lot yeah. so nutrition sleep main 6 ghante ki neend mein leta hu but there's 6 hours is 4 am to 10 am mm. that's affecting your sleep Stress. We spoke about a stress a lot, so I'm not going to dive because, into that. Because uh, so, uh, how is that uh, very different? Because the circadian rhythms are not in alignment with the with the with the sun. Is that uh, what it is? Or why pretty is much it. Network? Pretty much it. Okay. But it's also what you do before you go to bed. So if somebody is up at 4 a.m. watching a series on their favorite OTT channel, mm-hmm. you're constantly stimulating your brain. You're constantly triggering your hormones so your hormones which is supposed to be at the lowest is at its peak so your cortisol where you are supposed to be in your deep sleep mm. is at its peak yeah your adrenaline where it is supposed to be at the lowest level it's at its peak you're pretty much playing around with your whole hormonal rhythm mm. that's why the night shift workers 
pilots doctors we have all done shifts for i have done shifts for like straight 72 hours and we've done it wow. i can't ask doctors to go to bed na yeah or pilots to not go for any mm. flights it's their job profile yeah so but it messes up there it messes up mm. they are more prone to getting the metabolic disorders mm. as compared to somebody who's following close to the circadian rhythm mm. but sadly none of us do that the moment sun sets the white bright lights are on yeah so we are we are not giving the signal that sunset ho gaya hai so my house doesn't have a white light as soon as the sun sets we have all dim yellow lights up there so that it gives us at least it's mimicking sunset it gives you uh, body the cues exactly you know there is time to yes i give down. this very common example that uh when you go to a five star hotel mm-hmm. uh to celebrate whatever you want and at that do you see any white lights in the five star hotel you don't around probably around the reception area where they are doing the cash and mm-hmm. billing and everything but in a restaurant do you see a white light no you don't because they want you to unwind calm down relax mm. drink eat chill so if they do the bright light you will probably not be as relaxed as you will be in a dim yellow light soothing environment yeah. whereas if you go to a bank or you go to a call center that's working at night they will not have dim yellow yeah. lights they want you to be alert they yeah. want the work to be done properly yeah. so they make sure that you're not that soothing and calm and sleeping mm. so this is this is what affects our body so i had a by electrician because i when i i did a special sleep science coaching certification mm-hmm. to actually learn about it because sadly weapon we are not taught about this in our med school yeah and whatever i'm talking today it's all through the experience i've not learned anything in the textbooks mm. so i had to separately do the course to see what's going on and i made the entire house into yellow lights and my electrician like he's seen me grown up so he's like up didi aap ye kya kar rahe ho aur aajkal bahut log ye kar rahe hain what is the reason behind it so i gave him the same example that i just gave few minutes yeah. back and he said ki main to main to yahi unko bolta hu lekin mujhe uske piche ki science nahi pata thi kyunki main white light pe so nahi sakta so these things play a very important role and when you're not mimicking your circadian rhythm yeah. that pretty much messes everything out for you mm. so um i'm not saying be a sadhu yeah. be a monk go to bed at 7 o'clock wake mm. up at 3 o'clock i'm not telling you that mm. but at least reduce the stimulation as much as you can yeah. try to unwind and unwind doesn't mean you need to be binging on a netflix episode or mm. or reading a book which is constantly stimulating it if you're reading like a murder mystery or something yeah. it's constantly keeping you up thinking sunset happens for a reason so that you start unwinding now because we have artificial lights yeah. that doesn't really mean that we have the liberty to kind of mess it up around so yeah. that plays a very important role stress of course does nutrition yeah. we spoke about exercise yeah now so, unless you fix the first three mm-hmm. you will not have any strength to go and exercise yeah. so then people beat themselves up in the gym they oh mai to bahut aalsi hu if you are not eating a proper meal mm-hmm. if you haven't slept well at that night if you have too much cortisol in the form of stress circulating in your system you will not be able to exercise so stop beating yourself up and even if you do up. it might be counterproductive yeah because you are probably just pushing yourself so much yeah. and then you end up saying that i don't get muscle gain i'm not able to see the tone my sugars are not coming down because it's like 
the four wheel of the car mm. or say the four legs of a table if one leg is weak and if i if you keep something very heavy on the top of the table you will collapse you will still be able to keep lighter things on it but jaise hi kuch heavy rakh diya you will collapse or four wheels of the car if your one tire is punctured you'll probably reach somewhere two tires are punctured your car will not move ahead so how are you expecting a human body who's doing so many functions literally do one off thing and you're pushing yourself so much so the amount of cardiac arrests that are going up in the yeah. young generation hmm. like every second person we see on the gym yeah. having a cardiac arrest and they're not even able to survive the heart attack hmm. where is it coming from the chronic stress is affecting it so much we are literally pushing ourselves to another limit with our exercises because we think that's the only thing in our control we don't really take care about what our what we eat and as a result our body is shutting down processes mm-hmm. we don't even have the second chance to work on it one shock and our body is not able to manage it manage that as well so there's definitely somewhere we are going wrong and it's the time for us to think that what's actually happening and is it worth it is the stress that you're taking for living is not letting you live mm-hmm. how is it worth it you're working 18 hours a day yeah. earning money that's the only thing we do right i mean yeah. we are doing it for money kuch bhi free mein karna bolo to hum nahi karenge na bahut rare log hote hain jo apne passion ke liye they, they don't care about what money you get but yeah. we are doing it for living we are doing mm. it for our earning if you are not even able to enjoy the fruits of your hard work what's the point doing yeah. the hard work you might as well just sit and chill in your life that's excellent that's brilliantly uh, explained so before we uh, move on from this thread i wanted to also just double click on insulin resistance a little bit and how is insulin uh, related to fat storage brilliant question okay so i mean we should have taken it before diabetes mm. <laughs> but insulin is pretty much uh, the crux of everything so you don't get diabetes and then insulin resistance you first get insulin resistance so let me break it down hota kya hai insulin resistance har jagah hum sun rahe hain okay so you are eating something your body is producing insulin to manage your blood sugars now you're producing it 10 times a day your body is producing insulin 10 times a day your body is actually storing it 10 times a day mm-hmm. okay now how is this insulin converted so liver leta rest of it is converted into fats that's how it's stored in our body okay so jitna zyada insulin utna zyada fat storage so it's almost like uh say if you are in a loud environment mm-hmm. when you first enter the party mm-hmm. it's very loud for you yeah aap apne kaan pe hath rakh loge but 10 minutes into the party you're pretty okay with it you're adjusted to that So for the first time when your body produces so much insulin you might probably feel a bit sluggish you might feel something is changing something is not okay mm-hmm. but the moment you're doing it every day your body thinks it's a normal thing isme to kuch mujhe alag karna nahi hai body adapts pretty quickly so it adapts to it mm-hmm. so it's almost like say normalizes it normalizes it so i'll give another example to make it easy is you're coming to my house every day So when you come for the first time the watchman will stop you ask you who are you where are you coming second time probably he will ask you third time he will just feel you are coming every day to my house so let me yeah. let just come up you don't have to call me up and then come so when this happens on an everyday basis your body has its own mechanism to deal with it so it knows that 
as soon as the insulin is coming let me store it into the fat storage Mm. fat storage insulin mm. aya fat storage fat storage so where is it going apart from liver it goes into your ovaries mm-hmm. usse kahan pe result hota hai pcos mm. polycystic ovarian syndrome i don't call it as pcod mm-hmm. it's not a disease or a disorder it's a syndrome Mm-hmm. If you work on the reasons why you have syndrome it will be gone forget diabetes reversal i have patients who reverse their pcos so quickly i'll just explain it in a line that mm-hmm. ye insulin sub additional hai to mm-hmm. liver bolega tu mere paas aa ja ovaries bolegi aap mere paas aa jao baaki sab organs bolenge aap sab mere paas aa jao so everywhere insulin is stuck mm-hmm. Now your ovaries are storing in the insulin. जो भी excess है वो सब ovaries में चला गया mm-hmm. Ovaries का काम क्या है It produces eggs. When the when you when the egg meets a sperm, there is pregnancy. Yeah. No sperm, no pregnancy. Lining is shed out, and you get your menstrual cycle. So you have two ovaries. Okay. So a woman will produce one egg maybe January में right ovary, February left. March right, so they take turns. Mm-hmm. So one ovary will produce egg on one month, the other will produce in one month. Now, I give you an example of a metro crowded train. Imagine that your ovaries are crowded, बहुत mm-hmm. insulin है. So the egg is finding it difficult to get down on the stop. So you are unable to get down because it's so crowded. अब धक्का मार के घुस तो गए, but you are unable to get down, so you miss your stop. Mm. the egg doesn't come out for fertilization mm. you miss a period okay second bar bhi yahi hua because your lifestyle is not changing mm. the insulin is not getting a chance to come out mm-hmm. so that egg is also stuck third month stuck mm. fourth month stuck so your eggs are getting stuck where is it cyst polycystic ovarian so it forms a pearl of chain around your ovaries mm-hmm. say if you have worked out okay yeah. if you really take taking care of what you are eating mm. and that egg is able to come out so you get a period one day one month you have your period mm. second month again you have back to where you were you don't get your period so when you do an ultrasound and when the doctor says that you have polycystic ovarian syndrome it is the pearl of your cyst which are unable to get down when the stop comes so does it mean mm. it will never come out no Work on reducing your insulin levels. When you do that, everything will fall into place. So obviously, you will get your cycles. Mm-hmm. There are many people who don't uh, have issues with their menstrual cycle with PCOS. They have other symptoms like they'll complain about acne. They'll complain about hirsutism, or mm. uh, achenthosis. That's the black patch around your neck and your breast. And many people are with those symptoms. So it's not that कि सिर्फ menstrual cycle normal है और आपको ये सब symptoms है तो आपको PCOS एस नहीं हो सकता इंसिडेंट रेजिस्टेंस इन द ओवरीज कैन कम आउट इन वेरी डिफरेंट फॉर्म्स एंड एवरी वुमेन विल रिस्पॉन्ड इन अ वेरी डिफरेंट वे सो सो दैट्स एन एग्जाम्पल ऑफ वेर योर इंसुलिन स्टक इन द ओवरीज इंसुलिन स्टक इन द लिवर इज ऑल्सो नॉन एल्कोहलिक फैटी लिवर डिजीज सो एवरीबडी हु हैज टाइप टू डायबिटीज और टाइप वन डायबिटीज पर्सन overdosing himself or herself with too much insulin they will also develop resistance so pehle aapko non alcoholic fatty liver disease hoga 
ग्रेड वन ग्रेड टू ग्रेड थ्री इफ यू डोंट वर्क ऑन इट इवेंचुअली यू लीड टू अ पॉइंट वेयर योर लिवर इज डैमेज योर इन टू लिवर सरासिस एंड बूम इज अ प्रॉब्लम दैट हैपन्स सो ये सब पहले साइंस है डायबिटीज तो बहुत बात का साइन है फर्स्ट इफ यू आर गेटिंग डायग्नोज विद फैटे लेवर आई हैव सीन पीपल इग्नोरिंग इट लाइक एनी थिंग लाइक द मोमेंट दिल से नहीं मेरा अल्ट्रासाउंड तो नॉर्मल है एंड वेन दिस सेंड इट टू मी आई सी ग्रेड वन ग्रेड टू फैटे लेवर सो दे डोंट कंसिडर दैट इज इम्पॉर्टेंट बिकॉज आई डोंट नो इफ इट्स द लैक ऑफ नॉलेज और इट्स लैक ऑफ टीचिंग दैट द हेल्थ केयर प्रोफेशनल इज टेलिंग दैम ये तो नॉर्मल है लाइक डोंट वरी अबाउट इट आई एम नॉट सेंग आई एम नॉट प्रिस्क्राइबिंग यू वरी बट यू हैव टू टेक दिस एज अ Uh, wake up call that yeah. if you don't work on this you should raise the alarm yeah. you should eventually get to a point where you'll be on drugs for diabetes or mm. you'll be taking some drugs for pcos mm. or any any other issues right mm. so it starts with insulin resistance yeah. so to the li- listeners keep checking your fasting insulin levels mm-hmm. periodically what's that test called fasting insulin okay yeah so you do that test periodically when i say periodically if you are less than 30 mm-hmm. do about at least once a year mm-hmm. if you have a strong family history of diabetes or cardiac issues or whatever then at that t- particular time you can do it once in 6 months after you turn 30 make sure you are doing it once in 6 months because fasting insulin level will not stay the same mm-hmm. if i have not slept well last night like i've been traveling right to so probably i will have a has- higher fasting today mm-hmm. tomorrow when i'm back to my routine my insulin will come down but it's giving me a sign that insulin levels are actually fluctuating and i do have the tendency of my insulin levels really going very high mm. so make sure you're working on the lifestyle changes accordingly for people who are wondering that i have diabetes for a very very long time how do i know whether it's type 1 or type 2 mm-hmm. so the one is when you are when you have a type 1 you'll obviously be on exogenous insulin insulin from outside but when you have type 2 there are many patients with type 2 also on exogenous insulin so everybody who gets diagnosed with diabetes mm-hmm. please check your fasting c peptide levels okay. this is a test which will let us know how your pancreas are working how much stores your pancreas have kitna jaan bachi hai usme wo khud se kaam kar sakta hai ki nahi so if it is well within the normal range mm-hmm. perfect please speak to your doctor about what changes you can do to get off the medications and the insulin mm-hmm. strictly under supervision yeah. if it's on the lower normal it might be a little difficult for you to get to the reversal stage but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean you cannot manage your diabetes okay. if it's on the higher side that means your pancreas are really trying hard to keep you away from diabetes but thanks to your lifestyle it's unable to do so Mm-hmm. So please take care of your pancreas before they actually conk off. There are so many patients type two getting converted to type one. Mm-hmm. Why does that happen? Excess of medications, side effects, not changing our lifestyles. Eventually, pancreas will give up. Yeah. So you, it's not like you don't get type one later on. You mm-hmm. can, you can get converted into type one, okay. but that will be a very different version of type one versus what you get when you're in your juvenile stage. Okay. Just. Um, I mean, I'm leading another question, uh, and I know we have to cover uh, some, a couple of other things as well. Yeah. But just one more question around insulin. So, uh, what are the strategies to bring it down? Does metformin work? Metformin is the watchman mm-hmm. who's helping you push the blood sugars inside the cell well. So, in short, yes. Mm-hmm. Long answer is very long. <laughs> so, 
मेटफॉर्मिन कैन हेल्प यू वेन यू आर जस्ट स्टार्टिंग विद योर लाइफ स्टाइल चेंजेस जस्ट मेकिंग द चेंज बट गोइंग लो कार्ब इज इक्वली पावरफुल सो इफ यू आर एबल टू डू दैट वाई टेक द सपोर्ट ऑफ अ ड्रग एंड सो आई इवन हर्ड पीपल से metformin is actually being used by people who are not even diabetic just to manage because it controls the spikes would you uh, would you say that's a good thing to do so the first thing is i don't call anybody as diabetic mm-hmm. okay that's not our identity and okay. that's not patient's identity sure it's a disease they have right if mm-hmm. somebody has cancer or if somebody has anything we don't we don't call them as cancer right, right? Yeah. we'll tell them cancer survivors or cancer fighters so the same okay it's mm-hmm. not diabetics they have diabetes full stop when they're off it's not their identity so i don't use that with any of my patients okay. coming back to your question for metformin metformin is not just a diabetes drug metformin is an insulin drug it helps you manage your insulin better jo okay. insulin ko बहुत जोर लग रहा है आपकी शुगर्स कंट्रोल करने में वो सिर्फ उसकी जाके मदद करेगा सो इफ यू हैव वन सेल वन वॉचमैन पुशिंग यू इन द मेट्रो यू हैव अ सेकंड वॉचमैन यू विल पुश यू इनटू द मेट्रो ओके सो दैट्स हाउ इट वर्क्स सो इफ यू हैव डायबिटीज इफ यू डोंट हैव डायबिटीज इफ यू हैव फैटे लिवर डिजीज इफ यू हैव पी सी कैन बी अ रियली वंडरफुल ड्रग प्रोवाइडेड यूर वर्किंग ऑन द रूट कॉजेज If somebody thinks that just taking a metformin will solve their issues without fixing their lifestyle, yeah. then I'm sorry. It's just another drug that you're popping in, which is probably protecting you for the next few years. Sure. But if you don't work on what's actually going wrong with you, yeah, you'll be in a big soup eventually. Does metformin also help uh, with your weight loss efforts? Does it anything, like aid that a little bit? Anything mm-hmm. which helps you control your insulin levels or mm-hmm. make the insulin work better. will help you lose the weight are there any known side effects of metformin long term mm-hmm. none okay. but short term you can have queasy stomach you can develop nausea okay. you can develop diarrhea you can develop constipation there are many people who are unable to tolerate the uh, higher dose of metformin mm-hmm. so in that case uh, using a drug which is coated which is easily digesting in the stomach mm-hmm. that helps so uh, doctors will always share what is causing the side effects because mm-hmm. of metformin mm-hmm. but it's pretty much short term but if you are able to work on it you're pretty okay with long term use of metformin in fact metformin is now being used for uh, reversing aging as well yeah. so a lot of research is that's coming up yeah. because if you control your insulin mm. you're pretty much having a flawless skin Yeah, and that can also happen with intermittent fasting and mm. low carb. Yeah, I think longevity uh, conversations also have metformin coming, you know, featuring It's in this. It's coming up now, yeah. so I think I'm I'm the believer. If you don't need a drug, mm. if you can fix it through lifestyle, corona, yeah. yeah, lifestyle se corona. Why you have to pop in a drug? You never know. Ten years later, metformin will come up with a new side effect. Mm. Who knows? Sugar was all well for yeah, us so for a while. Doctor Peter Athia, who's also uh, is a of course a famous doctor, yeah. but he's also uh, an endurance athlete. Yes. So he, uh, I mean, experiments on himself quite a bit. So he said when when he was uh, having yeah. metformin, he he uh, believed, and he said I need long term studies to conclude this. But but he uh, got. इंडिकेशन दैट हिज परफॉर्मेंस वॉज बींग अफेक्टेड बाई यू नो द कंजम्पन ऑफ मेट फॉर्मेन दूरेंस परफॉर्मेंसूटलीक्सपीरियंस एंड दैट्स वट आई सेड यू नो कि अभी दस साल पहले तक शुगर ठीक थी 
we were all we have just grown up having sugar right yeah. like shira khaya normal sugar is sub- substitutes nahi the right. suddenly now we have claims about sugar causing this sugar causing that so we don't know what research comes up so right now metformin is apparently fine but mm. maybe if you are talking 10 years later we probably would be discussing about the major side effects of metformin that's happening so yeah. i think playing it safe is very important why do you take these drugs yeah fix your basic lifestyle playing that will never have any side effects yeah, yeah absolutely absolutely um amazing <laughs> let us talk about sports nutrition so i i come from the endurance community yeah. uh, across india i have a lot of friends who are even elite athletes people who are representing india uh, so india i mean endurance sports is pretty new in india like we're not very old at this uh, we've just like a couple of years ago we started going at world championships so yeah. i have a few friends who who made it to the national team when it comes to uh, uh, you know playing at the highest level Uh, the difference between us and uh, you know uh, yeah. uh, overseas players is somewhere around uh, you know nutrition they say, they say a, lo- a lot has to do with that's with, a foundation yeah so uh, is there like could could you share some principles and some thoughts around that which will help endurance athletes and the even the even the amateur yeah. endurance athletes uh, who just starting yeah yeah i think yeah. you know even before uh, you are an athlete mm-hmm. you have to start thinking like an athlete So whenever somebody is calling them that I like sports or I like soccer and I like to play I first tell them that before you even get to the place where you're called as an athlete start thinking like an athlete that what would they do to fix their lifestyle mm-hmm. what would they do basics remains the same now you have to work on your macros sleep is very important so when I mean I we were just discussing like yesterday that these teams have sleep coaches with them so they actually monitor their sleep using whatever devices and they check their rem sleep which is the deep sleep yeah. to decide if the player is fit to play the sport next day so like especially in football and and games which are uh, you know the competitive games out there mm-hmm. if you have not slept well you will be pretty much thrown out of the team because your rem sleep sleep shows that you know you are not ready to get there So you know there's so many factors that plays a role so people over focus on nutrition is what i believe vipin mm-hmm. is nutrition ke bare mein itna buzz hai na ki baaki ki information to kahin chali jati hai so mm-hmm. we all know that what do we need to eat before we are uh, right we have pre race nutrition we have during race nutrition we have post recovery nutrition so we know we have to take like a combination of carbs before we go to the a game and then we constantly stimulate uh, your atp generations so instant energy so you're constantly taking the juices and the gels and post recovery you are adding a protein so this is pretty much every endurance athlete is aware about mm-hmm. so the standard has pretty much remained the same because we have not had any major update when it comes to nutrition with these athletes also because like you said is it's a very newer field mm-hmm. and Indian athletes they have a different gene they have a different dna what advises we are probably giving the athletes abroad we'll probably not be able to give the same advices to the indian yeah. athlete right so yeah. we i've seen athletes taking supplements from foreign countries hmm. that's their rda that's their recommended dietary allowance it's not necessary that it will work for you mm-hmm. so even the nutritionist even the coaches who are working it's important to you know figure out what plan works for each athlete so rather than depending upon whatever information we already have mm-hmm. if we dig a bit deeper about understanding of human body mm-hmm. and how indian athlete is going to be coming up 
I think we'll come up with a whole separate book because I have seen that marathoners are now getting off from consuming glucose gels mm-hmm. to you know shifting to a method where they carb load themselves before the match and then they depend on the same carb loading for the entire match and then they work out on their post recovery nutrition so even that thing is now coming up because probably what indian genetics have started realizing that marathoners are seasoned marathoners right mm-hmm. so when they are not really into marathon and they no season there so much carbs is actually affecting their ability to work on other things mm-hmm. so they are probably coming down with pre diabetes because their body is unable to deal with so much sugar in the mm-hmm. uh, non peak season so we have a whole different uh, ball game when we talk about the nutrition here so you know we still lot to learn about it but i think न्यूट्रिशन पे काम करो यस बट प्लीज फोकस ऑन योर स्लीप स्लीप इज वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट फॉर योर रिकवरी यू रियली नीड टू स्लीप मेल द नाइट बिफोर योर गेम और योर रन बिकॉज इफ यू हैव नॉट डन दैट योर बॉडी डजेंट एक्चुअली नो वॉट टू डू सो फूड से आप जितना भी कर लोगे यूल कॉन्स्टेंटली कीप थिंकिंग अबाउट वॉट मिस वॉट डिड आई मिस आउट ऑन माई फूड बट यू हैव प्रॉब्लली मिस आउट ऑन दी अदर फैक्टर्स विच इज द स्लीप विच इज द kind of training yeah. you need to work on strength training in your non peak yeah. season you just can't keep running all the time so the combination of lot of things really really work mm. when we talk there you know so uh, it it depends on different sport sure. difference on the different requirements but i think it's high time that you know the coaches and the nutritionists and the researchers now work on indian athletes to study their body their genetics their dna so that we come up with our own very plan. little information is available at at the moment about exactly. that exactly you know so yeah. like point eight chalta hai ki nahi chalta we still having that discussion yeah. so if somebody who is a non athlete is on point 8 yeah. suddenly he decides to play a sport and the nutritionist is giving him or her a diet plan yeah. which has point 8 s- Point eight or one or yeah. one pound per kg. Yeah. So athlete mm-hmm. is going to go crazy. Yeah. Like, how do I get this? Because I've just transformed being an athlete. Yeah. So you know, working around there, building yeah. up on there, we're still very premature over there. Sure. And uh, I think that you know, definitely working on your other aspects, mm-hmm. especially the sleep. I mentioned this ten times. Yeah. Sleep is very important. It is a master talking. hormone regulator as well. It's Absolutely. everything goes through the nose. Absolutely. So monitor athletes. Mm. Please monitor your sleep. There are so many devices available now. There are rings available which you can wear and that can monitor your sleep. Yeah. I'm not telling that it's the exact right amount of sleep that you get. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not talking But about that. But ballpark will also. At help. least you'll have a trend mm. that how does it work? How deep is your REM? Where do you have to work? Maybe you have to change your unwinding routine. Maybe you have to stop reading the book that you were reading at bedtime because it's really stimulating your sleep. Mm. So a lot of things matters over there. Um, but also, what athletes I've seen missing out on is the lo- is the recovery nutrition. Mm-hmm. So they're too much, so busy in preparing for the game or the marathon. That, yeah, but they forget about. कि रिकवरी नाम की भी चीज होती है बिकॉज इफ यू डोंट डू दैट एंड एज यू कीप एजिंग योर बॉडी विल स्टार्ट डिटोरिएटिंग सो स्लीप so that uh, what kind of effect that could have like it's terrible i mean i've i've done that and i've felt 
incredibly tired fatigued and uh, you know even uh, unable to function the next day it's a bit like that yeah absolutely yeah. so you know maybe if you are a 15 year old athlete or a 18 year old or 21 year old you'll probably able to deal with it and come out of it faster mm. that's just because of your age yeah but if the same athlete does that maybe 5 years later mm-hmm. you will feel the difference you will feel something is not okay yeah. so of course you don't need a doctor or a coach to tell you um that uh, beer is not supposed to be a post workout yeah. drink yeah but people do it right yeah. so it's obviously not something that we want mm-hmm. uh but you can enjoy your game i'm not yeah. telling you don't have your alcohol mm-hmm. but maybe time it in a way where you have finished taking your post workout recovery mm-hmm. so you're taking the carbs required you're taking the amount of protein which is required mm-hmm. you're coating up with enough healthy fats omega 3s mm-hmm. you're taking your vitamins so take your b vitamins take your electrolytes mm-hmm. please refill yourself with the salt first before going for an alcohol mm-hmm. because alcohol is going to deplete your electrolytes further mm-hmm. so make sure that you've taken your potassium your sodium mm-hmm. your salt enough so that you're able to enjoy that drink without having a major hangover the next day yeah so that's almost guaranteed it yeah that's yeah. almost guaranteed so i'm not saying you'll not have the mm. hangover next day or you'll not yeah. feel terrible the next day but mm. maybe the intensity would be if it's 8 out of 10 mm. maybe it will come down to like a 3 out of 10 or 4 mm. out of 10 where you're it's pretty manageable so it's not throwing you off for the another 48 hours yeah. you're pretty much out of it in the next 5 to 6 hours fair enough so yeah that is excellent uh before we go just tell us about um fasting a little bit so what uh, you mentioned insulin insulin spikes happen every time we consume food right so does it does that mean the lesser okay less frequently you consume the better it is for us okay so we covered about gut health mm-hmm. so you have to first fix your gut health before you even experiment or try whatever i'm going to say right now So I'm a big believer of intermittent fasting mm-hmm. because that's not just uh, helped my patients it's helped me personally a lot mm-hmm. and uh, I had terrible acne on my face all my teenage I've always battled weight issues this that blah blah long story but as soon as I fixed other things and I added on to the fasting it's really helped me a lot to get a very different perspective to life so Yes when you are not eating you're fasting what is fasting nahi khana why do we have to give a different name or a definition to it i've had my breakfast at 8 i've not had anything till 1:30 kya hai fasting hai fasting is as simple as not eating yeah kitne ghante ka fasting what works for you that's a secondary question yeah. first you have to get used to this concept of reducing the insulin spikes and eating what is already needed mm-hmm. if you're getting your macros if you're getting your proteins with the two meals perfect that's the way that works for you if you're not able to get it three meals a day mm. that's the perfect so biggest disaster with fasting is that it it sometimes makes uh, it difficult for people to get the right amount of protein in and yeah of course that is detrimental right to yeah that is so first you fix that like i give the example of the table right imagine charo uh, legs hill rahe you keep a very heavy bag on the table your table will collapse so if unless you're fixing your nutrition your sleep your exercise your stress if you keep fasting on the top of it 
you're going to collapse that, that's just going to be a stressor and counterproductive it, yeah it's just yeah. not going it's it will backfire i have so many so patients telling fa- me this if you're doing fasting would you say it becomes even more important to watch what you're eating and you have to get the right amount of nutrients within the windows that you're eating yeah many people i've seen they take a liberty of that 8 hour eating window so say i'm i'm suggesting them to do a 16 8 fasting window mm. where they are 16 hours fasting and 8 hours eating yeah. they pre- pretty much have a feasting time in that 8 hours eating window yeah. and then they come back telling me sugars to kam nahi ho rahi main to fasting bhi kar rahi hu yeah. so it's not ki aap fasting kar rahe ho it's about what you're doing in the 8 hour eating window so i have banned so many people from fasting mm-hmm. it's not like people right. are coming to me to get information for fasting they know about it mm. they, everywhere this this buzz is there so it's not like they're coming to me for that they're coming to me asking ki kitne ghante ki fasting karo so when i talk to them about the base of it did you really get upset that i am asking the question about how many hours of fasting and she's talking to me about protein mm. fix this i'm yet for a quick fix that's not how it works yeah. you have to be mindful i'll not say you have to watch out mm. i'll say you have to be mindful about what goes inside your body your body is not a garbage bin jo pada hai samne wo body mein dalne ki zarurat nahi hai it's okay even if the food is going a little waste maybe next time you'll cook a little lesser instead of stocking yourself up with it but there are few cases where i don't recommend fasting you should not fast mm-hmm. if your bmi is under 18 mm-hmm. which is in the underweight category mm-hmm. pregnant women breastfeeding women and if you're under the age of 18 mm-hmm. i do not recommend fasting in fact fasting is not going to work in these cases it as soon as somebody conceives even if she was doing the intermittent fasting earlier i'm not telling her to eat 10 times a day mm-hmm. no just eat as much as you and your baby needs so that means if you and if you are able to do it with 8 hour or 10 hour fasting window that's pretty much okay we don't advise you to stretch and literally feel starved because that's not advisable in any of these cases and of course with any other chronic disorders if you're an healthy individual planning to work on fasting fix your proteins first mm-hmm. fix your carbs ratio first make sure you're sleeping properly because if you're not sleeping properly you'll end up constantly craving for foods yeah So but the moment your fast is open you'll just feast on the biscuit and the packet which is there because now you have the freedom to do it. Yeah. Please fix your sleep so, if you've not slept well you'll constantly keep keep craving for good uh, hmm. junk food so Yeah. Yeah. Yeah so in uh, when somebody is fasting and uh, do you, would you say the meal that breaks your fast is is uh, important and is there a right and wrong way to break the fast? So there's no right or wrong in my dictionary. Mm-hmm. I don't use these words because what you're doing you're doing for your body it will work for you or it will be less effective for you that's all so when you open your fast mm-hmm. if you open it with carbs there's massive insulin spike mm-hmm. so 16 hours of no insulin and suddenly boom mm-hmm. there's a bomb blast happening inside the body with with insulin right so that means that bomb blast will make you eat 10 times in those 8 hour eating window mm-hmm. versus if you open your fast with a protein or a protein shake or a or a paneer or a egg or meat or whatever or a salad or a salad and along with that so not salad why not so salad is pretty much fiber mm-hmm. it satiates you at that particular point but in 15 minutes you'll be hungry again mm-hmm. so you combine your salad with a protein okay so that you're satiated plus you're going without food for a longer period of time and then club your carbs you want i'm not saying that give up on your carbs if you want to eat a ice cream or your chocolate or it's a birthday and you want to enjoy it please enjoy it with a single meal sabko ek meal mein club karo enjoy what you want decide what days you want to enjoy it 
एंड प्रिटी मच इट सो पीपल विल एक्चुअली कम एंड टेल मी कि मुझे फास्टिंग में तो बिल्कुल भूख नहीं लगती बट द मोमेंट आई ओपन माई फास्ट आई फील लाइक आई वॉन्ट टू ईट एवरीथिंग अंडर द रूफ दैट्स बिकॉज इफ यू स्टार्ट विद सो मच इंसुरेंस बाइक इट विल बी अ प्रॉब्लम सो आई नॉर्मली सजेस्ट दम टू डू अ प्रोटीन शेक और वट एवर इज ईजियर वेट सी इफ यू आर हंग्री देन प्रोसीड विद योर लंच See, you'll have yeah. a very different response I think to it protein ki kami hi uh, causes a lot of issues because i mean protein is very satiating it's you satiating. can't you can't overeat if you're eating enough protein like it's very hard that's to that's what my my yeah. patients will ask me ki main pizza kha sakta hu so i'll tell them ki main biryani kha sakta hu i said ab sab kha sakte ho aap mujhe ek baat batao ab pizza pe overeat kar sakte ho nahi max 3 slices ओके बिरयानी पे नहीं मैं बिरयानी खा लेता हूँ तो मैं डिनर भी चला जाता है ऑफ कोर्स बिकॉज इट हैज घी इट हैज द पनीर और वॉट एवर मीट इन साइड इट द पिज्जा हैज चीज इट हैज वेजीज इट्स सेशिएटिंग यू सो एक्चुअली जो क्वेश्चंस आप मुझे पूछ रहे हो आप खुद ही उसका आंसर दे रहे हो बट से इफ यू आर ईटिंग अ चपाती विदाउट घी यू कैन ईट टेन चपाती इज ऑल्सो एंड यू नॉट फील सेशिएटेड सो इट्स द टाइप ऑफ फूड ऑल्सो दैट मैटर्स अलॉट सो बैलेंस इट्स ऑल अबाउट बैलेंस वी नॉट एडवोकेटिंग कीटो Sure. You're not advocating low carb. Mm-hmm. See what balance works for you. Yeah. If I eat more carbs, my face is full of acne. Mm-hmm. Now it's my decision to take whether I'm okay with that acne for the next one week, mm-hmm. or I simply avoid the food that's triggering the acne. I make both choices. I'm okay. not saints, okay? okay? I make both choices. There are days when I know I want to enjoy my favorite food and I'm okay having acne. Mm-hmm. There are days when I know that no, I don't want acne, man. This is not worth it. I don't put it in my body. It's the mm-hmm. decision that you make. Tell people where they can find you. Uh, you'll find it. You find me pretty much everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you can. Uh, I have a website. My mm-hmm. clinic's name is the Health Medic. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can pretty much go on the website, book an appointment with me. Uh, you can drop me an email. I'm there on all social media handles. Uh, By my, the name, what's uh, your website? Yeah. So my website is the Health Medic. Mm-hmm. and uh, on social media my personal profile is trishala_chopra mm-hmm. and uh, the clinic profile is the.healthmedic.in mm-hmm. so you can find me on social media you can pretty much connect with me but i think if you write type dr trishala chopra you should be able to get me on google mm-hmm. at least i've done little bit of work <laughs> <laughs> no i will uh, put the links to these in the show notes as well yeah. uh, and uh, before we go just tell us what's the impact you want to have on the world I want to see people out of hospitals for unwanted issues. That's a very big important thing for me. Uh if I'm unable to do that, if I'm not able to educate a patient, I need to see what I need to work on rather than blaming the patient that he didn't do it or she didn't do it. Probably I did not explain it to them in a way where they thought that they need to work on it. So I never say that my patients are non-compliant. No they're not. I need to change the way I am explaining things mm-hmm. and I think 99.9% of the times my patients listen what they want so the amount of reversal I see in my practice I'm proud to say I've not seen it anywhere else so if you your approach is right is your if your intention is right you know what you're doing you have that clarity you know that I my mission is to keep people out of drugs and i will do whatever it takes if that means i have to do 10 more certifications to get the newest research i'll go ahead and do it because i need to make sure that i'm helping my patients i'm here on this planet not because you know ki chalo theek hai ab ye zindagi nikal jayegi no god has sent me for a reason 
I am a hollow bamboo. I need the energy to flow through me and do the work that God has asked me to do on this planet and give my heart out yeah. I think if I work with that intention, mm-hmm. you don't have to over push. I've never seen myself explaining to my patients and trying different examples. I think I connect with them in a way where I know what they're going through and I never use the word as I understand because honestly I don't understand. Mm-hmm. How will I understand what they're going through? I don't have diabetes. I don't know what it means to go through a sugar fluctuation. I don't know what it means to uh, get up in the night to protect themselves from an hypoglycemia need. Mm-hmm. No, it's a very wrong word to use. I understand. I'm sorry, I don't understand. Please explain what you feel. This sentence just makes things much easier for me. So yeah. What an amazing conversation! Thank you so much, Dr. Trishala. Thank you so much Vipin for having me here and giving me this opportunity. I just hope more people listen to this and they feel it that you know they don't have to suffer. Yeah. There is a way out. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure this has been a super useful conversation. I'm sure a lot of people are going to be helped. So hopefully yeah. I think that was the plan. Thank yeah. you so much for Cheers having for me over. It. Thank you. Thank you for staying with us till the end. I really hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did, please consider subscribing on Spotify or wherever you're listening to this. It helps the podcast a lot more than you think it does. We do try to release a new episode every Friday, but as you know the podcast is not backed by a production company yet. It is all end to end produced by a one man army. That's me, that's a regular family man trying to juggle a full time job and a family and everything else that comes with it so i hope you'll understand if an episode is late or or if i miss a week altogether which has happened on a couple of occasions and i hate it um so yeah i I'm, i'm doing my absolute best to not let that happen often but when it does i really beg for your support and understanding thank you so much and uh, see you in the next episode very soon hopefully next friday itself